Stairs. The demons. The demons. <laughs> this house is clear. There we go. And that's how we're going to end this podcast. <laughs> <laughs>
I have a lot of people tell me that in my life. <laughs> Zach, you know what you should do? Please tell me. You know what you should do? Enlighten me. Mm. So his idea, this is a male, he said you should have a lightning round on lightning rounds. And so that's what we're going to do this mm. fine day, this 95 degree day. <laughs> we are going to have a lightning rounds. The rules are, uh, you'll be read a series of questions, which you must answer as fast as you can. Mm. Uh, and, and I think there's like, I don't know how many questions there are, but each round has a certain amount of questions and you have to answer all of them as fast as you can. Do you have to answer as- them honestly or can you lie? You should answer them as honest as possible mm. because I feel like it would discredit us as a podcast if we lie. <laughs> <laughs> Will it? Yeah, let me answer your Bible question. Yeah. Don't lie about it. <laughs> well, in the book of the Gospel okay. of Judas, we read. No, that's actually, that's, that's cool. All right. Okay, cool. So, Hollow, why don't you kick us off? We'll go Hollow Ask Andrew. Andrew Ask Me. And then I'll, I'll, I'll close it out with asking Hollow. Wait, let me stretch. Let me stretch. Yeah. Okay, Andrew. So you, Andrew, you pick a number between one and 13 and Hall is going to read that one off for you. Oh, I like it. Okay. I'm going to do lucky number five. I'm on number five. I knew you were. Wow. I knew it. All right. Okay. Here we go. Cake or pie? Pie. Godfather or Star Wars? Godfather. How many times did you sneeze in the last seven days? 17. Do you like the word (laughs) dapper? (laughs) No. Big dogs or small dogs? Big dogs. How many hours of sleep do you need? 24. Are women women complicated? Yes. Say good day, mate, in an Australian accent. Uh, Good day, mate. How often is it healthy to cry? (laughs) Three times a day? No, week. (laughs) What's your favorite carb? Bread, pasta, rice, or potatoes? Bread. Nope, potatoes. If you could ask God one question, what would it be? Why, God? <laughs> stale Sour Patch Kids or Fresh Circus Peanuts? Ooh, stale Sour Patch Kids. Paper or plastic? Paper. That's it. You made oh, it through. Wow. <laughs> wow. That's like I was getting sweaty. It was. It was intense. Man. Great job. All right. Great job. Andrew, round of applause for you. You know, when you, when you, when you uh, said good day, mate, um, <laughs> you could have had a, uh, a, a second, uh, career in voice acting, man. I've been trying out for the show Bluey. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> that's what I was going to say. Sounded a lot like his like dad big, or her dad. Like a big hairy red dog. Yeah. Her dad. Yeah. My daughter thinks Bluey's a boy still. <laughs> They're both girls, right? Yes, they are. Bluey yeah. Christine. That's her middle name. Is it really? No. Oh. <laughs> Season three. <laughs> Season two. Episode 14. This episode of Bluey is called Bluey Christine. <laughs> All right. Whose turn is it? Okay. My turn. Okay, Zach. All right. I'm going to choose nine. Oh, I was right there. Okay. All right. Ready? I'm ready. I want to be a millionaire. Okay. Here we go. In five, four, three, two, one. What type of milk do you put in your cereal? Uh, oat milk. Would you rather be besties with Beyonce or Rihanna? Beyonce What's the capital of New York? New York (laughs) Did you ever believe in Santa Claus? Yes Are dogs people? Yes Have you ever been to Africa? No Would you eat a day old taquito from 7-Eleven? Oh, all day What's the most number of hours you've watched TV in a single day? 25 Do you Instagram your food? Wait, what? Do you Instagram your food? No What sound does a seal make? <laughs> would you rather lose all your hair would you rather lose all your hair or gain 50% more hair um, that's happening at the same time to me currently do you have any friends taller than 6'4 no if there's a spider in your house do you kill it or set it free oh kill it all day okay that's it good job oh, wow. <laughs> that was terrifying <coughs> That was good, dude. Ah. 25 hours of TV. Yeah, con- confessions of a middle-aged uh, Mexican man. <laughs> That's what that felt like. Oh, man. That was fun. All right. Okay, Hollow, you're up. I'm up. Let's do 13. Ooh, all right. Hollow, you ready to 
I'm actually really nervous. I don't know why I'm so scared right now. Like, my palms are sweaty, knees weak, we, arms are heavy, mouth spaghetti. <laughs> All right, Hall. All right. We're starting in five, four, three, two, one. Do you own a bicycle? Yes. Do you find handlebar mustaches, handlebar mustaches to be handsome? Oh, yeah. What is wind? Art. <laughs> Which animal adds more joy to the world, squirrels or llamas? Llamas. On a scale of 1 to 10, how much do you enjoy garlic? Oh, 9. Who inspires you? Jesus. If you, <laughs> lame. If you could push a button and make everyone in the world 7% happier, but it would also pace a worldwide ban on all hairstyling products, would you push it? Oh, yeah. All day. If there's a hair in your soap at a re- in your soup at a restaurant, would you return it? No way. What's the most boring thing ever? Oh, oh that's uh, a reading. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, my diva. Tell me what you like to do on weekends in a. Va- <laughs> Tell me what you like to do on weekends in a valley girl voice. So I, I like to go down to the beach and surf all day on my pink Barbie surfboard. <laughs> what size that bed? Do you- <laughs> what size bed do you prefer? Calking. What's your middle name? <laughs> Giovanni. How do you feel about cranberries? Oh, ocean spray all day. <laughs> so juice? You prefer them juiced? Oh, yeah. Okay. That's it. Juice those bad boys. <sighs> That's pretty good. That's Dude. great. I don't know why I said reading. <laughs> I, like, I just got scared. <laughs> There's like no consequences uh, to answering these. I know. So there is, though. People are listening. There is. What is wind? <laughs> what is <Sorry>. wind? <laughs> that was the first thing that came oh, into my man. head. All right. Uh, All right. Uh, that was good. That was fun. Thank you, listener. Thank you, listener. Thank you, listener. You yeah. know, and and you know, it's been a long time coming since we've had a uh, a guest on the pod. Yeah, it really has. It's time. So, if you want a specific <laughs> guest, request it. <coughs> Excuse me. Pardon me. Let us know. Let us know who you want, why you want them, and... How to get them? And how much money will they give us to be on this podcast? getting into serious stuff here here's the question that was sent in we sent out a um a hail mary really in the middle of the night that was a if you saw it then you know what i'm talking about god made me special um which is also (laughs) the future segment of a future episode you just have to wait to figure out which one that one's going to be but we got a great question in from a listener and our listeners question reads how does one be faithful where you are planted if you feel like you aren't hearing from the Lord? Andrew, how would you simplify that question in ghetto terms? Ghetto terms? Man, my life sucks. How do I get out of it? How do I change it, man? Holla. He is cheesy J. <laughs> cheesy if you're if if you're from which you are from the the barrio, how would you See? how would you how would you describe this question? Sometimes you're like a taquito, <laughs> but you gotta unroll yourself and be a tostada. There we go. <laughs> That's what I would say. <laughs> oh my gosh! I just realized that. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. Tosada so, is an open-minded taquito. Open-minded. Yeah. <laughs> it's a woke taquito. That's true. Wokey-do. Somebody Wokey-do. actually ruined my day the other day by telling me when you eat four chips, you're eating a whole tortilla. Why oh. would they say that? Yeah. That's just mean. Okay, but that. we're talking about uh, – this is a, a, a great question. Um, we're talking about faithfulness, where you are, and um, faithfulness in a season of um, – in the desert season, which 
Hollow, have you ever been in a desert season where it's been hard to be faithful and you haven't been hearing from the Lord? Oh, yeah. I, I would say there's almost more of that than there is less of that. Um, <laughs> you know, like we've talked about this before, but, the, you know, the Bible has the highlights of these moments where you'll you'll read the book of Exodus and you're like, wow, look at all the amazing things that God did. Like, why isn't that happening to me? But you forget that's over 40 years, mm-hmm. plus 40 years, plus 40 years. And it's just, you see the highlights. And, and I think we forget there's a lot of time where it's, you know, it could be monotonous and you're just going day by day. But that's where, that's where faithfulness comes in. Because our faith isn't really tested if it's a daily like, hey, here's your you know cup of milk and your snack. Everything's provided for you. Mm-hmm. It's it's those moments where that's true faith when we're waiting and we're saying, okay, I'm going to be faithful in this moment and continue to to wait on God. Amen. I, I like how you said that. It's that this. I mean, granted, we've all we've all been in this place before, and I, and I and I think it's a freeing a freeing thought to understand that this more often is the norm um, than, than you might think, you know, don't feel like you're out of God's will um, because desert seasons come and quiet seasons come. And I mean, I was even just getting coffee with a, with a, a, a friend of mine this morning and we were, he was kind of discussing with me about everything that's, um, you know, he, he runs his own business now and he just came out of a uh, full-time ministry and is now running his own business. And he was kind of sharing with me about how him and his wife kind of feel like they're in this season of, of, uh, of, of like, of like hearing from the Lord of like, God has been just, just hasn't been the same. Hasn't spoken that, that, you know, divine angel comes down from the sky peels back the heavens, glory everywhere, and, you know, word of God. Um, and, and I think, I think we, we need to realize that for, uh, it, it's good to realize that for us as, as believers that, that we're, that, that is, that is the, um, the call of the Christian is, is, is to not just be faithful in the seasons that are, where you are hearing from God, but where really where we grow the most is, is in these seasons. And this is, um, these are the seasons that God uh, intentionally places us in. Yep. So we're talking about, but we're we're talking on the on the theme of of what it means to be faithful. And so, um, Andrew, before you know, I I want to let you take a crack at answering this question. I just have uh, I have one question to ask you, um, being the experienced pastor that you are, knowledgeable in the Word. Um, in, in Hebrew as well, yeah. Gra- uh, graduated. Sure. Oh no. Did you graduate yeah, Bible college? <laughs> uh, almost. 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 Okay. You're still, you're super <laughs> senior still. I'm almost still there. working on yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. I'm almost there. It's my ninth year in a two year program. Yeah. No, but, um, how would, what, how would you define faithfulness? What, what does it look like? to be faithful. What does that word mean? Faithful. I think, you know, that's hard because it's a, you know, it's like a Christian thing, but it's also, um, it means to be true. I think be true to something, Mm -hmm. be true to someone, um, in the sense of though in, in the Bible, I think it just, for us, it means to be true or faithful in relationship to God, to be with God, to, you know, to continue to follow him. And, um, uh, I was thinking about that today. Just, I want to be faithful. And I think some, sometimes it's wrapped up in just like, um, in obedience, but also it can me, I think it has a, the idea to carries the idea of being faithful in worship and value, um, mm. true and value to who we value most. And, um, and so we want to continue to have the Lord, to have Christ at the center, to be um, to be all our, our all in all. The one that we're true, truest to is our love for Him and our heart and worship towards Him, and, and we value Him most. Um, I would say, I don't know the Hebrew word though. I can look <laughs> it up, or the or the Greek. I can look yeah. it up. 
Yeah. What did what did, did you have a different answer? No. No. <laughs> I actually Did you have the correct answer? Did you have the correct answer? That's exactly the opposite of what I was gonna say. <laughs> no, um I think yeah, I, I just think uh, it's good to define that because I think sometimes we can forget what it means um, to be faithful. You know, it's uh, that that word's rooted in faith. You know, the Bible says without faith, it's impossible to please God. Um, the Bible talks about faith. It it talks about the substance of of things unseen. Um, it's a, an idea of trusting, of uh, of securing oneself in in something that it can't visibly or physically be tangibly be felt yeah devotion i think would be another word yeah Mm -hmm. synonymous with it devotion devoted Yeah. yeah absolutely What would you what um, what would you guys give some advice or maybe even some biblical examples? Um, I think that might be a cool place to start. Are there any biblical examples uh, you guys can think of of those that were called to be faithful when they felt like they weren't hearing from God, or maybe they felt like they were forgotten, or in a kind of like an ordinary season, not like Moses I, meeting yeah. God on the mountain of glory every day <laughs> i there's one psalm that i always go back to because i used to read it mm-hmm. um very differently and just recently i heard someone teach on it and it totally switched my switched my perspective on it because he brought in the context of the rest of the chapter which was really really cool and it's psalm 42 1 it says as the deer pants for the water brooks so pants my soul for you O god my soul thirsts for god for the living God, and when shall I come and appear before my God? My tears have been my food. If you read the rest of the context of that, it's just talking about how um, there is this desire for the presence of God where they feel dry and they feel like, man, I need to be refreshed. And they come to the brook, like a deer that's panting for water, and they come to the brook and they don't find it. They don't find what they're mm. looking for. And, man, I was like, wow. I, I've always thought, like, I just want to have this desire for the Lord. But there are times in our Christian walk and in our life where we have a desire to be with God. It's not that that's the wrong, you know, but, but when we do come, we are doing the, the things that we know to do, which is the word of God. We come to prayer, we come to worship and we still feel like, man, it's dry. I'm in this dry season. Like I'm, I'm waiting for a word from the Lord or it's just not happening. The psalmist, uh, I think it's the sons of Korah said the same thing. You know, they felt the same way where, Man, I just I, I'm desiring it, but I'm just not finding it. Um, mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean they quit and go somewhere else. They come to this conclusion where they said, "Why are you cast down? Um, why are you why are you disquieted within me? Hoping God for you, for I shall yet praise Him for the help of His countenance, His presence. You know, and just their reminder of like." even though I'm not feeling it or, or I'm not seeing it or I'm not receiving it, doesn't mean he's not there. Yeah. doesn't mean that God's not working. doesn't mean that God isn't behind the scenes. And, and, and so I don't want to be cast down as though God has disappeared because it goes against everything I actually know to be true of the character of God. He hasn't left. He hasn't disappeared. He hasn't, you know, you know, closed his ears to me. Um, and so they said like, I'm going to hope in God. And I think that's really the key is, is where is your hope lie? Where does your hope lie in faithfulness? Because if it lies in like what God is doing for you, then your hope is going to be dashed every time mm-hmm. things don't really go your way. But hope in, in, in the sense of in the person of God and in his nature and in his faithfulness, um, I think it re, you know, recharges our faithfulness. Yeah. So I just thought of that verse. That's really encouraging, because um, no, but I, I I like what you said, Andrew, because because hope hope is um, I mean it's rooted 
it's rooted in this hope that this is not the way that it's supposed to be. You know, we, I'll, I'll even say it like this way. Like, yes, it is the ordinary life of a Christian or, or more often than not, you find yourself in these seasons, um, of desertness in this, in these seasons of like, of, of quietness, like where you feel like God isn't speaking. Um, and although in this, in, in this time of already, not yet, you know, we're living in that tension of like Jesus has came and died for our sins, but he hasn't returned to make all things new just yet. So we're living in between those two, um, you know, advents of Christ that it's good to remind ourselves of that hope because we don't want to get so lost in, in, in thinking that this is what we were created for to be distant from God, because that is not what we were created for. Um, we were created to have deep, intimate communion and fellowship with our maker, um, to know him, to, as, as Adam got the opportunity to, to walk with him in the cool of the day. And I think when we remind ourselves of that, that and, rem- and remind ourselves that that day is coming again, where we one one day will also walk with the Lord in the cool of the day, where we will be, um, or, or as Paul says, we will see him as he is, and we will be like him. Uh, that 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 hope stirs us onward because in this life, you, I mean, I mean, let's be honest, you know, like you you pick up baggage as a Christian, you know, you you run this race. And as you're going through life, as you're, as you're clocking in, you're clocking out, you're, you're doing whatever you're going to do in your workouts or, 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 or hanging out with friends and, and all that stuff. Like the reality is, is like you, you, you pick up stuff, you pick up, sometimes it's good stuff. Sometimes you're at church, you're among believers and you're getting encouraged. God is speaking to you. He is revealing things to you. And you're like, wow, this is awesome. And then there are other times where it's like the enemy's just you know, he, he's, he's causing doubt in your, in your mind. He's, he's telling you just as he told Eve, you know, did God really say that? He be, he begins to make you doubt his presence. And, 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 um, I think it's, it's good to understand that as well. Like you're saying, Andrew, is that it's not that God isn't far from us, um, just because we can't hear him or we can't see, uh, necessarily his hand moving. You know, the, the story that I think of, is that my mind immediately goes to in the Bible is the story of Joseph, man. Talk about being faithful where you're planted and not hearing from God, getting sold by your brothers that hate you into slavery and then falsely accused and thrown into prison. And then you help a couple brothers out and then they forget you as they get released from prison. I mean, if there was a guy that really had the right to like feel like he's been rejected by God, hasn't heard from God, because not once really in that story of Joseph, really interesting, really not once do you do you do you have a um, that you, do you have a moment where it says, and then God appeared to Joseph and said, Joseph, this is what I want you to do. This is you know I did the you know. But you don't you don't have this story of like, of like, you know, uh, of, of a direct communion like you would have like with Abraham, where God spoke directly with Abraham. But mm-hmm. instead, with with Joseph, you have these moments where it says, "But the Lord was with with Joseph," and then he mm-hmm. goes to prison. But the Lord remembered Joseph. But he goes, "Does this, but God was with him and extended kindness to Joseph." And so you see the the fingerprints of God throughout his life, though you don't necessarily hear his voice. And I think that's key in being faithful is, you know, remember we have, we have five senses in how we um, uh, relate to the Lord. And it's not just what we hear from him, but it's also how are we seen? And this is what I would say is like, how are you, you know, take a good look and stock of your life and and write stuff down. Write down the blessings. Write down the things that you're thankful for. The ways that God um, uh, has answered prayers for you. You know the ways that God has blessed you. And and when you start to write down all the things that you have been given, you start to see, oh wow, God has His hand on me. There's there's you know He hasn't left me. There are though it might be subtle and mundane ways, He He has been with me through this, though I have not audibly you know heard his voice yeah that's true 
Absolutely true. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> well, another story. I'm kind of thinking of David, like when he was in the caves, and he had this opportunity of a doolum. Yeah, <laughs> yes. a doolum abgada. <laughs> yeah, so he had, he had this opportunity to take God's plan into his own hands, mm. and Saul's right there <laughs> doing his business, and uh, <laughs> you know David goes and he cuts off the corner of his robe, and. Just thinking sometimes, you know, we hear God's voice and we're like, all right, Lord, I know you're going to be faithful, but let me help you out. Mm-hmm. You know, let me let me take this next step. And I, and I think the the word for that person would be just keep doing what he's called you to do and, and remain faithful in that. Um, the next step isn't always how we plan. Um, it doesn't mean you don't take steps of faith sometimes, but... I think a lot of times we get, you know, ADD Christianity. We're like, okay, now I got to do this. And now I got to move on to this because, you know, I want to please the Lord here. And I want to, it's like, no, sometimes being faithful is a very slow process, you know, and and you don't always hear from the Lord in those moments. Um, You know, for us, we get to Malachi and we change the page. And then all of a sudden Jesus is there in Matthew. We're like, yay, Jesus. But for (laughs) the Israelite people, 400 years have passed of silence and waiting for what was next, what was promised. And I think we forget. We're like, Lord, I've been waiting six months. Mm. And I think the people of Israel would say like, try 400 years, <laughs> you know, of waiting for what's next. And then when they're finally given that next step, so many people denied him. And I think that's something we have to watch out to is sometimes God does reveal what's next and he shows us what's next. And we're like, ah, oh, that's not God. <laughs> Cause that doesn't seem, that doesn't fit the picture of what I had for my life. And I think we just have to, again, just the whole thing we're talking about is just be faithful in, in staying where we're planted until God is ever so clear that we're supposed to move on. I think what you're saying is like, uh, if I could translate, give it to me, go, is that faithfulness is very practical. Mm-hmm. It's very practical. Like a lot of times it's just doing what's in front of you to the best of your ability. And that's faithfulness. It's just, this is where God's planted you. And so be faithful to cultivate it, to grow it. I think Jesus spoke many times in parable of this very thing. That wherever he's placed you or put into your hand, he expects you to cultivate it and to grow it or to produce something more out of it. Matthew 24, verse 45, it says, A faithful, sensible servant is one to whom the master can give the responsibility of managing his other household servants and feeding them. If the master returns and finds that the servant has done a good job, there will be a reward. I tell you the truth. The master will put that servant in charge. (coughs) Of all he owns, excuse me. <coughs> Bronchitis. Um, but that's, you know, the, that catch that first part where he just says, a faithful, sensible servant is this. That a servant, what is he doing? He's serving other servants. Mm-hmm. It's practical. You know, serving is, and faithfulness is a lot of time, it's just, it's very practical, but it's also essential. You know, it's something that the Bible doesn't kind of give us an option to opt out of um, being faithful. Uh, it's not like when you're in the line at Chipotle and you're like, mm, do I want the, do I want beans? No, hmm. I'm out of here. Faithfulness is like, it's essential to walking with God. It's essential to being found, um, you know, being ready for his return is being faithful. So it's essential also to our faith. It's not a gift. Like, I don't have the gift of faithfulness. Um, <laughs> I'm going to leave that to someone else. Right, right. It's it's a big part of what we of what we do. Of our faith. Yeah. Oh. 
Well, it's a fruit of the Spirit, too. It's like it's a natural byproduct of being filled with the Spirit. The Bible says that faithfulness is a fruit of the Holy Spirit living in your life. Um, and, and, if, and if you're having trouble producing, like, being faithful, for myself, like, when I look at my life, and I ask myself that question. I, I ask myself the question: Am I am I being am I walking in the Spirit, or am I trying to do things on my own strength? You know, because it's hard to be faithful when it's when I'm doing it out of carnal reasons. Like I'm just trying to grind and just trying to hustle mm-hmm. and just trying to get through like the craziness and just like dig my heels in and just work, put my head down in, and just I'm just gonna try and be faithful. Like, but it's like when you instead rest in the Lord, and in, in a sense. Holy Spirit, fill me again. Let me be open to, to, um, to your filling in my life and understand that when you are filling me and I am walking in step with you, that faithfulness is going to be a, a natural byproduct of that. It's not going to be something that I'm striving to do, but it's going to be this, this spiritual divine fruit that is given as, as I'm planted in, in really into the vine. As, as a branch, I'm connected to the vine. And, and I think to... Thinking about this, you know, like Andrew, like you said in Matthew 24 about the that about the parables that Jesus gave. I, I mean, another parable that you can think of is, I think of is the parable of the talents. And how yeah. he gave each, you know, servant a number of talents. And some he gave a lot and some he gave, you know, not a lot. He gave five to one, three to another and one and and just one to one person, you know. And we can't always choose what our lot is. God does according to his goodwill. But what we can do is how are we responding to what we've been given? You know, we, we can't always we can't always control the cards that get passed to us, our lot, you know, like um, in a sense, the things that happen to us that we have out of no control. But what, what we do have control over is our response to this, you know. So being our response to, you know, what is your response to where you are planted in this season of, of not hearing from the Lord? Because um, God's desire is that, hey, what I've given you, it's been given so that you might multiply it to glorify me. But I'm the one that chooses, in that sense, the season. And, and that's the point that I'm getting at is is, is, is God is very intentional. Though, though it seems like he's quiet and he's distant, he's not. And sometimes I've noticed in my life that he allows those seasons um, where, I, where, I've, where I'm given one talent. And I'm like, man, this is it. I'm like, I'm like hanging on and this is all I got. And I'm like, how don't, how do I keep going forward? Like, this is all I've got. And God is building faith within me. God is growing my faith through this. And this could be a step into greater discipleship to Jesus, um, great, greater discipleship to Christ and learning. Cause you know, what is faith if it's not tested? You know, they can't be trusted right. as, as, as Chuck used to say, right? Faith that can't that isn't tested can't be trusted, and so we we you know I, I just think of those passages where you know that that I that I hate to quote I absolutely hate to quote them, but it's like those passages that are counted all joy when you fall into trials of various kinds of like <laughs> it's like no how about how about I how about no yeah how about no, how about no Scott yeah. <laughs> I will not count it all joy. Yeah, like, Scotty, don't. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> babe. Um, yeah, and it's th- those are the hard ones, and you know Peter would even put it that way of like don't don't think it's strange because yeah. your faith being more precious than gold is being refined. It's being refined yeah. through this season, and and knowing that God sees something in us that is greater than we can even see in ourselves in the moment and that he's trying to draw that out of us, right? Because Jesus has come to give us life and life more abundantly. And so every every step forward that God calls us into, whether it be a dry season or whether it be a fruitful season, he's drawing, he's calling us into further life. He's drawing something greater out of us. And, and, and I think the hardest thing to do is to real is to understand that when it, when you, when it is a season that is quiet, that is, yeah. you know, a desert, the wilderness. You think about how many times in the Psalms where he's like, you know, do not hide yourself from me. Do not hide your voice from me. Do not hide your face. Mm-hmm. Um, countless times. And it was in that, that season of his life where he was really just running for his life and, 
going through a difficult time. So yeah, it's, it's nothing new. I don't think it's anything new for us, uh, for humanity to have these times where we are just like seeking and, and looking. But I think that it creates, like you said, greater devotion and it stretches those muscles of faith to like re you know, to, to pursue after God in a way that maybe we hadn't been pursuing before, you know, you're running a little bit harder towards the face of God to find it or the voice of God to find it. So yeah, dude. And just, uh, just, you gotta do what's in front of you sometimes. Sometimes life is just normal life, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Sometimes we walk in just the very natural things of life. You know, things happen, things don't happen. Um, you get, you got to go to Trader Joe's, you got to fill up your car with gas, you got to do just the normal mundane <laughs> stuff. And it's like, but you can still have this very, um, it can still be totally immersed in the presence and joy of the Lord. And I think that's one of the cool things about, about knowing the Lord in an intimate way. So, yeah. And the, uh, the Psalm that I was going to quote, really it's the whole Psalm, but I don't want to spend waste, you know, spend time reading the whole Psalm, but I'll, I'll say this. If you, if you feel like this question is resonating with you as you're listening to this, go home and read Psalm 84, go home and read that. Cause that Psalm is about longing for the presence of God. And it's a, it's a Psalm that we can join in with David, or we can join in here with the sons of Korah and, and, we can pray this out loud to the Lord. And, but I just want to highlight these two verses in Psalm 84. And it says, Happy or blessed are the people whose strength is in you, whose hearts are set on pilgrimage. And then right here it says, As they pass through the valley of Baca, which, which means tears, as they pass through the valley of tears, they make it a source of spring water. Even the autumn rains cover it with blessings and they go from strength to strength until each one appears before God in Zion. And, um, man, I mean, the whole Psalm is a beautiful Psalm about longing for God's presence, longing for hearing his voice, but trusting that though I walk through the Valley of tears, though, though I'm in the Valley of, of, you know, it says they're Baca, you know, though I'm in the, in this deep sorrowful or, or, um, just wearied out, emotionally draining valley that those who have their hearts set on God, whose strength is, is in God, as I'm reminding them myself this, it says that this valley becomes a source of spring water and blessings rain down in this valley and that I go from strength to strength to strength until I appear before the Lord and I, and I, and I find him and I'm, and I'm with him. And so, um, I don't know. I, 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 I feel like that might be a word from the Lord for, for someone that's listening that might feel like they're in that, in that presence. Read Psalm 84. I was, who was I talking to the other day? And they were saying life goes up and down. It doesn't matter who you are. They're like, life just goes up and down. It, it, it's constant. It's up, it's down, it's up, it's down. And it's, it, it's almost like it's made like that. Like it's, it just one minute you're up on top of the mountain. The next minute you're down in the valley. Then, and the next minute you're up on top. It's just, that is the nature of the world we live in. And it's, so that's why we faithfulness is what a lot of times just keeps us steady is like, I know what I'm supposed to do, regardless of what's going on around me. You know, just be faithful to this one thing. Be faithful to um, the word. And yeah, I don't know. I forget who I was talking. I think it was Bren. Probably Bren. She said it, but it was really good. Yeah. Any any last things that you guys want to... Uh, well, let me, let me... Just real quick practical advice um, from both of you guys. Can you give practical advice to somebody that feels like they're in a dry season? What are some, you know, we, we talked about scripture. We talked about examples in the Bible of what it looks like to be faithful, what it looks like, how this is the norm. So what, what's some practical advice that you would give to somebody that say you're talking across the coffee table to someone that feels like they're in that? What, what would be practical advice you would give them to get through this season? I would say don't, don't go it alone. Mm. Um, you know, I think the enemy loves to come with us, like come at us with, 
in those moments when we're just keeping to ourselves. Um, and I know it's sometimes hard, especially as a Christian. I, I don't think we like, uh, not even think, I know, we don't like to share our doubts or our worries in our faith. Like we want to have this, you know, Christian exterior, like, yeah, hey, bro, like everything's good. Praise God. Bless God. And like, um, I had a friend tell me um, that he was at church one day and someone asked him, like, hey, man, how you doing? He's like, you know, honestly, not too well. The guy's like, oh, sorry, man. <laughs> and like walked away. <laughs> and it's just, he was like, no. That like, sucks. I, I, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't want to hang around like, you. He's like, I wanted to be honest with the person, and there was just it, it wasn't reciprocated in a way that he was expecting. Uh, and I think we fear that sometimes. Like, man, if I'm just honest about my faith, I'm going to be looked down on. But I, I think, you know, I mean, iron sharpens iron. We all know that verse. But it's true, and it's painful. It's not this beautiful thing when iron mm-hmm. sharpens iron. Sparks are made. There's friction. And I think that's the thing. We can't just sit there like, ah, okay, it's going to be okay. Everything's going to be fine. Yeah. You know, I, I just got to keep my head down. Um, the Christian faith wasn't meant to be gone alone. Mm. And so I think having those those brothers and those sisters around you, um, I mean, it's, that's what the church is. Would you church say you is, need a cohort? You need a cohort. <laughs> <laughs> that's our word for the day. <laughs> you need a cohort. Get oh, one. that's funny. Cohort. That's, that's, no, that's good. That's that's, good. that's really good, Hollow. Um, let someone in. Like invite them into your mess. Um yeah. and be okay and like understand that like at the church we're we're messy. You know? Um and it's and that's okay. But but that that is true. We we um we need each other in that. That's that's really good. Thanks for sharing that, Hollow. What about you, Andrew? Um I would say I would say one of the things that really helped me recently is the transcendentals, uh, reconnecting with that, which is true, that, which is good and that, which is beautiful Mm. and to, to have a very sensitive answer (laughs) (laughs) like that, that for me has been huge this, this last uh, three or four months, just enjoying the beauty of, of what God has made and rejoicing in what God has made and realizing that when I am struck with something that is beautiful, it's supposed to send me beyond that beauty to the one who made it. Amen. And then thinking on the things that are true uh, in my life and like the truest things about us that God made us and that he loves us just wrapping your mind around those things and continuing to think on those and, and then devoting yourself to good and really enjoying the good things and not, you know, not just good food or whatever, but doing good. I, it's, I've been really struck lately about the, in Titus where he talks about devoting yourself towards good works and may we be a church known by your good works and so, um, you know, all truth is God's truth. All beauty is God's beauty and all goodness is God's goodness. And so it, it reminds us of where it's coming from. So I think thankfulness, you know, again, to just being thankful for what you do have helps you again to be faithful because God has been faithful and so we give thanks to him. So just, I don't know, the roundabout way of saying it, I guess. Wow. Would you say having a good neighbor Having a good neighbor, <laughs> having a good neighbor has really changed some things. Can you explain to our listeners what uh, has transpired in the last couple of months? In the last few months, I uh, have taken a step of faith and moved back into the San Juan Capistrano area. Come on. Public knowledge. And found a house right next door to Hollow. <laughs> so we are now next door neighbors. We greet each other in the morning. Our kids run about each other's houses. Um, He's my Wilson. Yes. It's a total Tim and Wilson thing going on. It's hilarious. (laughs) Our wall between us is only about three feet high, though. So we get get down, we kneel down, so we can only see part of our face. Uh, Yeah, it's been, dude, that for me has been so fun. We were so removed from everything 
for about a year and a half. And so to be back around our friends and, and, um, people we know and love, it's been so, it's been so good for us and our family. So, and our dogs, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe our dogs will get along at some point. One day. <laughs> but I'll say this. I think this is going to change lightning rounds. Oh, man. We'll see. Wow. I mean, he said he was on his way. As he was saying, I'm on my way, he was saying, I'm here. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> at the same time. Oh, yeah. It was crazy. Yeah. And can I just share a great memory that was just made? Andrew and I, this is just to lightheart this, lighthearten this <laughs> Andrew and I rode a 15-foot paddleboard together oh. into the sunset the other day. The most romantic Whoa. thing yeah. we've ever done. It was the tandem bicycle of paddleboards. It was. It's amazing. <laughs> I wore shorts. <laughs> for the first time. <laughs> for the first time. The glowing the lights. The reflection was blinding to the beachgoers. Yeah. <laughs> I looked like sure. Edward stepping into the sun. My, my skin was just... <laughs> Like crystals and diamonds. Looked like two glow sticks got cracked and he was standing on them. <laughs> <laughs> two glow sticks just got cracked. <laughs> it was fun. Our kids were on it with us. and That was a good time. That was good. Not our kids. Like, we have kids with our wives. Our children. Right. Not you and my kid, but our, yeah. yeah Anyways. And Zach, when you came to visit, you didn't even say hi to me, so that was cool. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. That was great. That trip was so stressful. <laughs> that trip was just unbelievable. Everyone came, We came back, and everyone was like, how was vacation? You're so lucky you went on vacation. I mean, and we were so exhausted. We were just like... <laughs> uh, I would see your car more than I saw you. I was like, oh, the car's here. Uh, yeah. Oh, it's gone. It's gone. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Going back to faith, Zach, you are a faithful friend because yes. you had like 19 meetups a day. You did. With every... <laughs> Crazy. That's why Zach's in so many weddings. Oh, my gosh. 27 dresses. I think I'm in my last one, guys. I think I'm in my last one. I, I think, oh, no way. Yeah. I think never I'm in my say last never, one. dude. You're making friends in Texas I'm, as we No, speak. but the, none of them are single. None <laughs> no, of them are single. No. That's true. <laughs> He's like, no, no, no. Uh, no, I, I've, no uh. I've, I've, I refuse to hang out with, with, with the single. Good idea. Be mean to him. Be super yeah. mean to him. They haven't reached their true potential in Christ. Uh. <laughs> true potential. <laughs> oh, man. No, but. It's the worst. Yeah. Anyways, so, you know, I'm, I'm feeling like soundbite today, right? Mm. And, um, you know, life. There, there are times when life feels like this, right? When, when you know, this, this whoever asked this question, you might be feeling like this. Oh, that's it. I've had it with this dump. We've got no food. We've got no jobs. Our pet's heads are falling off. <laughs> so, so if you feel like that, if you feel like that, we hope that, that, that this podcast has encouraged you. <laughs> In in your faith, and and that your pets' heads aren't falling off anymore, <laughs> that um, you got food and a job, and um, you know it's yeah, it's just and and I think too like one thing that just came a verse that came to mind like to kind of clean to like kind of bookend just this whole thing is because um, the questions about how how to be faithful, it, it's to remind ourselves that even you know we're we're gonna falter in our faith because we're imperfect. Um, we're faulty. We're leaky vessels. We, we, we get filled up and then we get poured out in different areas. And sometimes we, we don't get filled back up in again. Um, but Jesus never stops being faithful. Even when we, when we stop, he never stops being faithful. And I'm just reminded in revelation chapter 19, it says, then I saw heaven opened and there was a white horse and its rider is called faithful and true. And that's, that, that's, that's Jesus' name. And like you said, Andrew, everything that is good finds its source in him. Everything that is, that is true finds its source in him. Everything that's beautiful finds its source in him. And, and everything that is, even when you are struggling with being faithful and, and hearing from him that he is, his name is faithful, as the Bible says, he cannot deny himself. And so, um, yeah. Come on. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Ended and, in Revelation. Uh, yeah, yeah, so. <laughs> and exercise the demons. The demons. 
There we go. And that's how we're going to end this podcast. <laughs> I have exercise. It was just, that was, uh, was two Jim Carrey, two Jim Carrey uh, <laughs> clips for you. So, um, oh, yeah. Man. Anyways, what do we know? We're just a couple of nobodies. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you if you listened this long. Uh, are are we back? Is lightning rounds back? What Hollow? What can people expect? Andrew, what can people expect from from the future of lightning rounds? <laughs> Faithfulness. Should, <laughs> should they expect anything? Should they have their hopes up? They say uh, lightning never strikes twice. <laughs> We're gonna prove them wrong. Ciao. Ciao. Hopefully, there's like. Hopefully there's a good conversation. We had talked a little bit back about Tent and Altar and getting that going and yeah. having like a story podcast that we make up ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. Theme times. Topical, if I dare use that word. Um, Ooh. That's Greek for expositional, right? <laughs> Topical. <laughs> Topical. Topical. Anyways, thanks for listening, though, to Lightning Rounds. We're really grateful that you uh, have stuck with us. Those are, that have stuck with us this long. I know there's some of you. I, I had um, a listener. I'm going to give a little shout out right here to this listener. Her name's Lauren. She lives out here in Texas. Okay. Has a baby named yes. Scarlett. She's awesome. She came up to me the other day and was like, I've been binging episodes from like your first ones because I haven't heard them. I've been listening to them every day. And so, I mean, that's some serious dedication. That's so and, cool. And commitment. Like, I, I like. I don't get that that type of faithfulness even from my dog, like. Uh, to... <laughs> <laughs> <So>. <laughs> well, we have to share this though. We do have to share this that a couple months ago, we reached ten thousand downloads. That's true. That is true. I mean, that is that's which I, that's what man. does that even mean though? What does that? I don't even know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I thought you were going to figure it out. I tried. Are we it's ready a... to go pro? <laughs> <laughs> But they, that's so great. So if you're one of those people that downloads that's and listens true, yeah. to it, no, thank, thank you. you so much for just reaffirming that we're not as dumb as we think we are. <laughs> for believing well, in us. For <laughs> not small. knowing we're as dumb as we are. <laughs> Thanks for asking us if all you, the easy questions to make ourselves sound smart. Yes. That's right. If you made it this far into the podcast, comment your favorite candy bar on a random post. We just <laughs> want to see who actually makes it to the end. <laughs> And pass the segment. Uh, we'll start if making you are more faithful. Memes. We'll start making more memes too, because those are uh, the, the, those are, those have been a joy of my life. Me, me, mm. We have some unreleased memes um, that we may, maybe me some today. Maybe they'll come out of the vault. Maybe they'll come out of the vault. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> but oh, that's fun. Good times. All right. Well, hey, if you want to send us anything, feel free to to, to comment on our Instagram lightning.rounds.podcast. Uh, find us there. You can find all the funny stuff there too. Um, if you don't have Instagram and you want to send us something in, which we've gotten questions in before, you can email us at asklightningrounds at gmail.com. I promise that I will check it every month. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> I have like 15 <laughs> Gmail accounts. <laughs> okay. It's like, you, you, you know, you know, like your, your high school, what, 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 as we close this off real quick, Andrew, what was your high school e- first email address that you got? What was what was the email address? Oh, man, I don't want to say. Say it. <laughs> it's so Because you had me confess mine to you like two days I ago. <laughs> mine was Naked Newman 58. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> Give us the backstory. What does 58 have I to had, do with this? Is that your number? That was my football, was my football number. Oh, uh, yeah. And I had this fascination with mooning people. <laughs> Like ages seventh grade to twelfth grade, uh, I thought it was so funny. I thought it was so funny, and it's it's actually a crime now. It, so it is pretty funny. You've realize. committed as my neighbor <laughs> <laughs> one time. It was twice to my ring. Uh, be careful! Be careful! Be careful! All right, Hollow. What was your email address? Your first chunk kid. <laughs> 
chunkkid89 at AOL.com. Yeah. Was that your aim? Was that your aim, too? That was my aim, dude. Yeah. You could put me in the... What was the AOL called? You didn't have to put a .com. It was called the... It was like the keyword. Remember that? When you could oh, search yeah. stuff? I, still, I don't remember. I don't know, dude. I didn't Anyways, yeah. Find me on AIM. I'm still there. <laughs> I got my, my emojis going. So... <laughs> What about you? Bring it out. Come on. Mine was Chariots Ablaze at Hotmail. (laughs) M-A-L-E dot com. (laughs) No, I'm just joking. Hotmail, like the regular one. but um, (sighs) It's good stuff. Yeah, Yeah, that's great. I I just peed a little. That was funny. (laughs) Thanks for listening to the Lightning Rounds. We'll see you on our next episode. This is Zach Hollow. And Andrew. Nude Newman himself <laughs> signing off. Nude Newman. <laughs> oh, jeez. That's funny.